Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. A lot of fans have focused mostly on draft positioning at this point, but you know, for players, it's so, all right, who needs to show out? Who needs to still have something left to put on tape, whether it's for the league or for their team, for them to say, hey, we need to keep this guy around, or, or we got something special in this guy. I'm going to give you who I think it is for the Giants. Bless you. Because this game, if, you know, again, it means everything for the Eagles, but nothing for the Giants. But it does mean something, I think, if you're looking at it from a perspective of, we think we've got something special, and in the last couple of weeks, the shine has kind of dulled again. Now, you know what I'm talking about. It's Kayvon Thibodeau. He has been in the conversation all season long about his effectiveness, how good he can be, and then he jumps off the page. Yeah. He went 10 games, and he – remember, it was an 11-week stretch. He missed a game in there, but he went 10 games uh-huh. – where he got all of his – he was 11 and a half sacks. Made Carl Banks walk away. Like, man, he Ooh. dropped the mic. I'm out of here. He, like, so he all of a sudden was on a roll. And there was this thing about how, you know, he, he, could, he could go for the sack record or the sack lead. He could, you know, be the um, sack champ. He got to 11 quick. And he's now way down the list because he hasn't had any in three weeks. And he really hasn't had any tackle. Like, he, hasn't had a, he hasn't had a solo tackle in three weeks, Bart. Yeah, he's disappeared a little bit. So what? Know, like, what are we? Of attrition or what's going on? Or or teams are now saying, watch this guy and maybe maybe paying more attention to him. Who knows? But I just feel like you know, I, if I'm a if if I'm watching the Giants, I want to I, I need to see you jump off the page one more time before the season's over. Just to, like end the who, season. Who plays first? Because I'm wonder, I'm wondering like what do you mean? Uh, who plays who first? plays first, Dallas or. Because Philly makes decide to rest some people too, based on like, well, we ain't getting the number one seed. Because if if if, if Philly wins and Dallas loses, Dallas is playing at four twenty five, and I believe so are the Eagles and Giants. Yes, they're both playing at the same time. Okay, so they yeah. they, they, they the go, only they night go. game is the Buffalo Miami game because you know it's basically both of those teams. Right. So they're decided. gonna make so, so they're gonna make both teams play hard. Then that's why they put them at the same time. Because Essentially. It, because if if one played at one o'clock, then you already know what your fate is. You might put some guys right. down. Like most hey, of the bumbles are, are are early. Right. Gotcha. You. you know, like the Saturday games are good games. Pittsburgh, <laughs> Baltimore, right? Oh, Texans and the Colts. Remember, we were there. The first the first year we had that we we they gave us the last game. It was, that was the coldest I've ever been in my life. Was in MetLife. <laughs> Yo, and then that's when before they switched out to the new the, the new uh, what is the new stadium? It was the old stadium. And that's when like the the the, the pellets were frozen. The ground was Dude, frozen, man. That ground you worse. talk about falling on that thing, getting yeah. up, and you just you you just see white on your arm. Like, damn, when did I become a Caucasian? <laughs> He's like, oh, snap, I got a strawberry. It's about to come. You yeah. wait for the blood to come, and it's cold outside, so it takes like two minutes. And when it yep. comes, like, ah! <laughs> Pain comes a little late, doesn't <sighs> it? But, but is, am I being overly – am I overreacting to Thibodeau's, like, little slump after having a torrid stretch where he was just getting out? Like, think about this. Yeah. It, it was four weeks ago Jets, against Green Commanders. Bay – he had he had uh, a, a total of eight eight tackles, only one solo, but he had at least a quarterback hit and a sack, a half a sack actually. After that, he's had one solo tackle in the last three games, none in the last two. Yeah, that's not a lot of pro. And only one quarterback hit over the last three games as well. And especially because we saw how many snaps that the Rams had. 
And, you know, there were opportunities, I'm sure. Yes. Right, last week. That yeah. was a high-level game. He had two game. assisted tackles in that game, and that's it, nothing else. The Eagles, that's when he had the quarterback hit in that Eagles game, but he had zeros across the board. Nothing. Not a single tackle in that game. Damn, didn't a basketball player just have that or something? Some, I just saw something like that. Oh, where you have zero? Yeah, you have all zeros. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's yeah. I, I I can't remember off the top of my head who it was, but somebody did have an all zeros performance. Yes. Well, that's an old Tony Snell thing. Yeah, he he once did that, but there was one this season. Somebody did it. Yeah. But anyways, uh, so uh, you tell me as a defensive player, does this yeah. stuff just come and go, or is it everybody's focused on him now, so they're not nah, letting him yeah. eat? You know, what's the story with Kayvon Thibodeau? Is he just this inconsistent of a player? I feel like. If I'm the Giants, I'm like I need you to I need you to pop one more time. I really want to feel good about what you did this season. Going I need you into to the I need you to finish strong. Like 13 yeah. sounds a lot better than 11 and a half, right? You know what I'm saying? Like go ahead and let's 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 finish strong, right? You, right? you got a team that is going to you know try to win because they they don't know they have to try and win, so they're going to put um, Jalen Hurts at risk. Yeah. Right. He's going to be back there burping the baby, trying to put points on the board because he doesn't know by some godly uh, miracle. If the commanders win, then they can become the number two seed again, and it flip flops, right? So mm-hmm. because that's and, and it has, it has happened before, right? I think it like Washington beat uh, uh, beat Dallas in a meaningless game, and they lost. They they missed out on that. I think that that is in their history. My man, we have the memory of the Jets winning ten games going into the last week of the season, up to Buffalo, a yeah. meaningless game for the Bills. All the Jets had to do was win, and they were in. They needed no help, just win and get in, and they lost. Yeah. So this does happen. It does happen. So that's what makes these games, again, they, it, you watch them because you just never know. 800-919-3776. Boy, we got a lot of calls to get to, so let's just open it up to the full buffet like we like to do and talk with you. And, and before, just to set it up, before we went into this hour, we mentioned Harrison Bader, the signing. He was at the Garden last night, got booed. But he's there, and it's interesting because while he's there to play center and see if you can move Nimmo and and that, he's also interestingly enough like with college teammates with Pete Alonso, and it makes me think of what is the future of Pete Alonso with the Mets, and I find that to be a huge story. And Bart asked a great question, and we wanted to answer. How do Mets fans feel about Pete Alonso? Like, do you love him? Are you meh? Like, can you, can you, you know, are you okay to move on without him if the Mets say he's not worth? Like I said, Spotrack put together all the analytics and they said if, if you base it on what his value is, we're looking at eight to nine years, 300 million. 300 million. Is that something that, you know, you, you want to do? Is, do you believe in him that much? Do you love him that much? Like, if he goes, is that going to hurt as a fan? Your, cancel your, your season tickets. Maybe that as well. Let's go to Fran and Massapequa on this. What's up, Fran? I'm the perfect guy for this because I'm 59, diehard Met fan. I've been through it all almost. And I'm telling you right now, this kid's a wonderful guy. This guy is just, he's everything you want in a player. He's everything you want in a human being from what I can see from where, you know, where we sit. He does nothing wrong. He does his, he goes out, he plays, he talks positive about the Mets. And I'm telling you this right now. I love the guy. If they don't sign him, Bye-bye, because I've been looking for a reason. This team is atrocious. They have no idea what they're doing. Every single year, it's almost over before it begins, and I'm tired of giving my whole summer. I don't even watch baseball in the summer because it's over before it begins. So players like this, who you fall in love with as a fan, who do everything right, and he bleeds the blue and the orange. 
So we're, of course the Mets are going to screw it up. Of course they're going to let him go or fight with him over money. And they're going to give a guy, Lind- and I'm, this is no knock on Lindor, but he gets the blank check, he gets the 350, no problem, come on in. And here's a guy who's a homegrown, done everything right, and the good old Mets are going to you-know-what. And I just want to go, I don't want to sound so negative, so I'm just really quickly, just quickly going to switch to the Knicks. And I like the direction they're heading in. Don't rush. Don't do anything stupid. I think you guys are right on with that. But with the Mets, I'm telling you, the Mets are going to screw it up because they always do. There's no confidence there. And Pete Alonso, you tell me, who won the MVP? When did Goldsmith win the MVP? Goldsmith? Yeah, was it last year or, or the year before? I think it was a couple of years ago now. What, what, he, was it last he beat year? out Pete. He, he, well, he beat out Pete Alonso, okay, correct? Okay, was last year. Yeah. All right. Yes. Can you do me a favor while I'm on the phone? Can you pull up their stats that year real quick? No, they're very comparable. They're very comparable no, players. No, no, they're not comparable. I guarantee Alonso had more home runs and more RBIs. The only thing is he hits 220 sometimes. All right. But he's right there with the big boys. He's a masher. You ever see him? I get up during the game. I want to throw the TV through the wall. He gets me so pumped up when he jacks one out. But you know what? The Mets will screw it up. We don't need guys like that. I'm just tired of the whole scene. And now I got the Bears now. I'm a diehard Bears fan. I mean, what are we going to do now? I don't even know. I mean, what are, how are we going to have My trade your quarterback and have to start all over again, too, friend. Trade yeah. your quarterback. That's, that's what, but you know what? That's what I'm saying. What, what, you got the blind leading the blind. Can one of these Man, GMs so give me a chance? I think I, th- I, I think I think I think trading fields works out. We're all for you. over the place with Fran, but let's stay on the Met thing. And thank you, Fran, because Tom Tom does have the numbers with Goldschmidt. What, what do you got there, Tom? All right, last year Goldschmidt. I'm just going to give out the main numbers that Fran put out, and then I'll actually give out other numbers too. So Goldschmidt, 35 home runs. Alonzo last year, 40 home runs. Mm-hmm. This is in uh, not this past season, the previous right. season, two years ago. Yes. Yeah, that's okay. A couple of years ago. Yes. Alonzo, 131 RBIs led the league. Goldschmidt, 115. However, if you look at their slash lines, Goldschmidt hits 317 as a batting average, right. Alonzo 271. Yeah. OBP 404, Alonzo 352. And then Goldschmidt led the league in slugging and OPS, also had 7.8 war compared to Pete Alonzo's 4.4. So, produ- like, again, production wise, it leans towards Alonzo, but for overall, you know, again, just, just impact, and I think Goldschmidt. Numbers, yeah, what numbers matter to you? Winning. Yeah. Yeah, that part does matter. But well, but you know what though? It, so you hear passion there about Alonzo. I mean, that's why I said I I don't know why this isn't being talked about enough. Arbitration year, last one, and then of course in extension, can they get to one? And there's no confidence in that he'll be here more than one more year. Josh in New Jersey, Josh. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thank you for uh, taking my call. Yeah. So I just gotta say I'm a lifelong Mets fan as well. You know, Fran has like 20 years on me, but in my lifetime, I think Peter's definitely been one of the biggest Mets to be around. Uh, definitely a very clutch for his reason to have, having all that power there in the cleanup spot. And um, I'm pretty sure since he came into the league, he leaves the league home run. So I don't know why you'd want to give that away, you know. Depends why, on the cost. Why not resign him? Depends on the cost. Again, it's it's if you look at it, are you is, is he looking for eight or nine years? You no, know, Judge, you got him till 39. You do a nine-year deal, you, you know, he's 28 years old. So you've got time. You can do the the arbitration and then, you know, the eight years off that uh, and try to get him to, thirty, you know, 37 years old. 
And and by the way, he doesn't really I, I knock on wood. He doesn't got to get hurt a lot, right? Like he well, plays. That's what, ain't that what he told us? Yeah, I loved having him on. He was great when we had him on, and that's what he said. I'm available to my team, you know. And I think that's also and something it, you you, it, you 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 can't overlook that part of it too. But you know, and thanks, his home Josh. run his home run numbers are close to Judge. Too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, no no, yeah, that's what I said. Now, uh, 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 Wally uh, boxed one lunch on Twitter. Said, "Love Pete Alonso and the Mets. Better resign him." Dude mashes, and while he may be dorky to some people, he, he seems like a genuinely good dude, and he has proved he can handle New York. I'll tell you what that that part of it is true as well. The the, the handle New York thing, mm-hmm. you know, he has no problem playing here. We saw him under pressure. Remember, like even the home run derby, like. I know it's not pressure, pressure, but there's still something about the ability to show out. And the fact that he wanted to and came back and That's did a, it again. Yeah, that, but it's also, again, and like the show out him, part it of it. It didn't kill him for the rest of the season. You know, that's always no. a big scare, right? Great point. Did not affect him either there on that one. Uh, like, it's it's funny. How passionate are Mets fans about this? Because like, if you are – you do have to consider this. You just got to start putting pressure on the, on the owner. Like, hey, man, like what y'all doing? But you saw the, the suggestions last year that he wasn't great in the clubhouse as far as, like, why everything fell apart. You remember that time? It was that game. Remember what he was – he started talking trash to – they were playing somebody. He was talking tra- – th- He was like, throw it again, throw yeah. it again. Yeah, like yeah, he was yeah. yelling Everybody that. loved it. Everybody loved then, it. Yeah, but then that backfired. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not as if it was a rally cry and had everybody fired up. Like, Judge, if we're putting them side by side, Judge is also a guy that you could tell is revered and respected in the clubhouse. I don't know if Belonzo has that same cachet, but I don't know if it matters. Yeah. I mean, you pay him Lindor 350 right. or whatever, 3, 325, and, and he's not he revered. No he's not a leader. Right. Right? So Yo, what's the difference? What was, what was him and Baez doing a couple of years no, ago? That, that was the thumbs down stuff with the fans, yeah. Right. So, but, I mean, you paid that dude 350 That's what I'm saying. So and, it's and, like, you, and you brought him in from somewhere else to, to do 350 so if I'm telling you, it's probably in the range of it's going to be like that, like an eight just, and three hundred. Are you doing it? Yes, just defer it. Who cares? Defer, defer, defer a hundred million. Like who cares? Let's go to Sean and Flushing. Go ahead, Sean. It's just you know I think that when you got a guy like him, you got to ride that horse, man. And 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 again, he wants to be here. He he reps this city like John Starks used to rep the Knicks. You know what I mean? And we all, we all got over John Stark's flaws because he was Passion. just the epitome yeah. of rep in New York. You yeah, know, I, so I, I feel like, you know, he's that guy. You know what I'm saying? That it's, it's that, you know, you need guys like that. He seems like the guy that in the big moment will hit the big home run and then will just start pounding his chest as he's running around the bases. Like, he's that kind of guy, right? Like, it, that, that's what 100%. You, you want. You think you're and probably going to get something like that out of him if you ever can get to the playoffs and have big moments. Right? Well, That's I mean, you, you got to also give him those opportunities. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. you know, he, he needs the opportunity, you know, to have guys to protect him in the lineup. You know, he's hitting 220 with, with, with one guy protecting him in the lineup as, mm-hmm. over the last four years. And, you and know, if again, you look Judge- at that, that's kind of nuts. Judge went through it this past year, and that's why they had to rebuild what they had. So, I mean, Sean, it's a, it's a good point. You know, again, the passion part think, of it, think, why fans care. I think we struck a nerve. I think that matters. I, I do think, think that stuff matters. And I, I can't. What I can't believe is we've got obviously there's a lot of people that talk baseball in this town. You and I don't. It's not our expertise, but we certainly follow it. But I, I'm, I'm a storylines guy. Like I'm a. Right. I used to be a reporter. I pay attention to what would be the headline, and I look at this as how are how is this not a bigger deal. 
You know, like it's, to me, it should yeah. be. They treat him like the, the Brooklyn. They treat him like the deal. Brooklyn Nets. You know what I'm saying? It's like, eh, we don't care what's going on over there. Like as if, so. as, as if, like, oh, it's just arbitration. But what do you mean? Like, like, are yeah. they keeping him? Are they not keeping him? Yeah, you got a new regime now. He he gave you a lukewarm response. They bring in Bader. They have a relationship. Does that suggest something? But Bader's only here for a year. So maybe Pete's only here for a year. So we we got a bunch of positives. Let's let's get one. Um, uh, let's see. Ty in the car. Go ahead, Ty. Ty, what impelled you? What, what impelled you to say, you know what? I can't take this. I'm listening to these over these. Over what these inspired the call? And it's like, yo, hold on. You I, I got to say something. I, I like Pialonzo at the player, but um, Ooh, he's a, he, to me, but... he's just he's a little bit of a weird guy. He he. Well, what does that, that matter? What does that matter? He's different. Um, well, it matters. It matters because if he wants to be the leader of this team, which he if he stays, they're going to look at him as a leader because he's been been there so long. Is Lindor and, weird? Uh, to my knowledge, no. But you can't compound one problem with another. Like just because Lindor got the money and look, we paid Lindor, we have to pay Alonzo. Like but, no, it, but but Ty, he's a good player. He's not a great player. Ty, I'm, I'm talking when you say that he 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 had similar numbers to Goldsmith. And you say that his 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 home runs over his the beginning of his career the, the similar, similar to the judge. similar numbers the similar not... numbers are the similar numbers are a little bit misleading because his average is nowhere near Goldsmith, his defense is nowhere near Goldsmith, and his clutch hitting hitting against good pitching is nowhere near Goldsmith. So he's not Paul Goldsmith, and Goldsmith's a little bit older now, but Goldsmith in his prime, the top five player, and Alonzo's just not. He's a good power hitter. That I don't want to be locked he's, he's in, of, into for twelve years. Yeah. But 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 do you okay. care if he's the money's fair. deferred? If the money's yeah. deferred to well, like, no, no, you can't play that game because why not? It's, because you st- it's not about the money. You got to get It's about good the years. No, it's not about the money. It, but well, the it's years. about the right price. If he stays for the right price, I'm with it. But what's, if what's the right price? It, 30, uh, Thirty-two years. Scott Morris. It's market value. You know that, Ty. It's going to be market value. I'm sorry. Say that again. It's he's got Scott Morris. It's going to be it's going to be market value. So you then could, no, then no. He'd have he, to give he, he, back he could take money. a walk. Also, also, he is not he's not the guy that's going to lead us uh, in, these, in these years to come. We need a much better team to compete with the Braves, who look like a juggernaut, to compete with the Phillies, who look like another juggernaut in our division. He's not the guy that – he's not Bryce Harper. He's not Ronald Acuna. We need to build a younger team if we're going to look to compete with those teams. Mm-hmm. All right, Ty. No, I, I, again, I appreciate well, the other next, side of it. Maybe next year y'all get Juan Soto, and you pairing with Juan Soto. What are you talking about, Juan Soto? Luca in Flushing. Luca, your thoughts on this? Hey, what's up, man? The last caller was 100% right. Uh, I mean, just take a look at Alonzo's divisional split. Lifetime against, uh, what is it, the Braves and the Phillies? Just awful. I mean, this guy, I think he had one, three home runs combined last year against those teams. I get it. He's a good, like, rah-rah guy, Mets, Mets fan. I'm a huge Mets fan, and I know firsthand Mets fans fall in love with, like, homegrown guys. But, I mean, market value, I mean, just look at just look at the guy in the division. 50, uh, Matt Olsen, he's getting, what, $22 million a year for 50 home runs? That's your comp, if anything. But, hey, what do I know? I'm, not, I'm no GM. Yeah, but if you, if you put it – if you. 20 like I I do think you're you you're onto something there though when you look at it that way but then you got to go short term and and you know so he has a chance to like make more out of it and I don't know again how the how how Boris will approach this is going to be very interesting I'm I'm going to why I'm I'm hesitating cuz I, I you said look at his splits and I and I want to you said career splits or recently career, car, no career splits career all right so career against division yeah, no career against, yeah, and that stuff matters. Great. 
that stuff matters to me. Again, I I look at it as a, a guy like this, when you, especially when you're a big time hitter, power hitter. Like I need more Reggie Jackson uh, than you know than Alex Rodriguez, right? Like I need the the big moment kind of player, and that's the stuff that he's I think is it. important. I don't think he's it. And you I don't believe he's, that he's, he's proven on, to be he's that guy on weak pitching. Well, he proved it his first year when nobody, when the league didn't know him. And, of course, he's going to break the rookie record. But then look at the years thereafter. Mm. I mean, yeah, he can beat up on the bad pitching. But like the last caller said, guy faces good pitching, strikeout after strikeout. Career against like, the Braves, not- 75 games against the Braves. Uh, he has 13 home runs, 83 strikeouts, batting average 236, on base 331, slugging 421, OPS 752. Does that uh, change thirty-two million a year? I mean, that's that's the that's the now that's them, and the other team you said the Phillies, right? Phillies, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, again, home runs there in, in seventy-eight, fourteen, so very similar there. Uh, Sixty-three strikeouts, two forty-four batting average, three thirty-six on base, four fifty slugging, and and again, the OPS is seven eighty-seven. That's brutal. That's terrible. I mean, yeah, that's sure, not good. The splits will be great against the. The Marlins and the what other the Nats, of course, because those teams are awful. But hey, like I said, thanks for the phone call, guys. Yeah, no, interesting, interesting stuff. I mean, look, there's a lot of ways you can approach this. The haters but, have arrived. But I also look at well, this because no, no, when I say haters, I'm just saying I'm just saying the people that don't want it. I'm just I'm not, I'm not calling them haters. Like is that important? In, is is in baseball? Is is how you fare against your division as far as? Well, like, I, like, is that the biggest deal? Because you play them the well, most. Well, yeah, well, I think that is. I, I think want that clutch. is. Like to me, it's clutch. Yeah, for me, but, about but, like it's a long season. But you, but clutch. you, but you play more people in your division, so you want to be able to at least be able. To, if you want to win your division, you want to be able to. Yeah, but play what if well I'm a player who plays in a crappy division and I just beat up bad teams? That is true. Like that, that happens too. Yeah. You know, well, like the like the I mean, there was a time where you know the Yankees just feasted on. You know, on their division because it sucked. It was only the, the Orioles. Yeah, just right. beat the, the Orioles. Toronto wasn't time. good. The Orioles was Orioles weren't good. So it was kind of deceiving. But anyway, didn't Minnesota do that for many years where they just win it even though they're 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 it just they're not really playing anybody. You know, like that can be deceiving. But let's see. So against let's go Washington, which which really isn't good. Um, Seventy nine games. He has twenty five home runs. <laughs> so yeah, a lot more. Um, the strikeouts are lower. Batting average over 300, 311. On base over 400. Slugging 643. And the OPS 1051. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Luca, he was on point. Very on point with that call. Well, yeah. Clearly, this is a story, everybody. I thought it would be. Season's wrapping up, Bart Scott, but there is still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use. There's so many different ways to bet, like same-game parlays. You can find bets in the new Explore tab. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. It's the best way to find popular parlays and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Allen. Make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 and older, physically present in New York. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable. Bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text OPEN-Y-467-369. 
Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. And I absolutely love the passion, both sides of it, behind the Pete Alonzo Mets and his future and everything else conversation we're having. So we'll continue with those calls, of course, coming up. So stay with us on that and everything else that we have to talk about today. We will get to Knicks and the Sixers tonight. An interesting litmus test for the new look, new look Knicks uh, tonight on MSG. Also, I believe it's on ESPN as well. Uh, and, of course, it is a football Friday, the last regular season one of the year on 98.7 ESPN. It's brought to you by Nissan. Get ready to unwrap the season's greatest gift, the savings at the Nissan Thrill of the Drive sales event, starring the heart-pumping Nissan lineup. Better hurry. These offers won't be back in stock. But right now, we will step aside and let the headline makers do the talking in the segment we like to call Audio Files. Bing. Oh, man. No gong today, guys? Bing. Yeah, we didn't turn the mic on. Hang on. Stand by. You forgot Bing. the gong? I gave you the mic, son. Bing. Gotta hit it louder back there, Joe. Bing. You really gotta hit it. Audio the Audio File. Damn. Anyways. Uh, let, let's do a little hoop right here. Because we talked about it at the very, very top of the show. Two very interesting games last night, by the way. One of them involving uh, Wembanyama, or as uh, Wembanyama, and Bart would call him Weiwei. Weiwizzle. And Weiwizzle last night played against Giannis and the Bucks. And although the Spurs did lose the game, it was still a fantastic just – Interesting to see Greek freak versus a another type, another former freak, and that's where the NBA is going. These long arms, long limbs, athletic. You type are the body. Greek freak. I'm the French freak. The freak. Together we get freaky. <laughs> we get freaky with you. Uh, and then there was the Warriors and the Nuggets, which at one point the Warriors led by 17. I'm the fat freak. <laughs> they ended up losing the game. <laughs> On a wild, like, 30-foot three-pointer at the buzzer by Nikola Jokic. They inbounded the ball, gave it to Jokic, the seven-footer, who dribbled up the floor and stepped into his shot and knocked it down. So on TNT afterwards, Charles Barkley asks what everybody always asks when a shot is banked in is, did you call glass? And Jokic's response is phenomenal. Joker, can I ask you a question? Did you call glass on that? My friend, it went in. I'm happy. <laughs> My friend, it went in. I'm happy. <laughs> I feel like everybody be coming at Chuck now these days. Like, you say something, like, what was that when he asked Kevin Durant something, and Kevin Durant didn't say nothing? Right. Just stared at him. Uh, well, that, that was Donovan Mitchell did that one time when, when they said, I don't, think, like, I don't think you're a great player, you're a good player. And he just kind of like just went, uh huh, like did that. But uh, first uh, of all, can, can, I, can I, and I'm not trying to like, patronize you but I, I do want to teach something here mm-hmm. athletes do this a lot when they get into media and it's always like that hitch never start a question with can I ask you a question now you and I do in our conversations uh, yes. a lot of times because I'm like trying to let you know I'm going to ask you something but when you're interviewing and it's like can I ask you a question it's like yeah. you just did Right. It's like one of the toughest can things. Two, that, can I ask you two questions? <laughs> that, that's right. <laughs> if you did that, it'd be funny. Because if then they go, what's the other question? I already yeah. asked it. I got two questions for you. <laughs> Anyways, that's that's certainly that's that. Uh, in the NBA, this is interesting. As there's a lot of rumors 
about potentially Devontae Adams ending up in a trade in the offseason, and the Jets certainly would love to have him, and we know Garrett Wilson and everybody else do all the recruiting they can do, Aaron Rodgers, what a fit he would be. They have the ability to do it. But what if Vegas looks better to Devontae Adams now with Antonio Pierce than it did with Josh McDaniels and without Derek Carr, which is why he went there in the first place? Ain't no kind So here's Devontae Adams when asked about the head coach situation with the Raiders, with Antonio Pierce still as the interim head coach. Yeah, I mean it's it's obviously who I wanted. That's that's my vote, and I've I've been vocal about that. And that's you know that's that's basically how the whole locker room feels, and you know with good reason. I mean he's coming in and done done a great job, and you know he's continued to, to win us over. It's not just the the comfortable thing. I think um, having AP here will you know it'll be good for this this organization. He's he kind of embodies what it means to be a Raider, and that mentality, that swag, and you know all the things that he endorses is is the things that I believe in. So. It's easy for a guy like me, especially having dealt with him a little bit this year now and gotten to know him and see his evolution, you know, in front of the team and, you know, all those things, all the, all the different fields of, of being a head coach. So definitely rooting for him. Bart, does it sound like a guy who's taking ownership there? Mm, no, because you, you think about it. Who's your quarterback? You're 32 years old, son. You want to you waste – you, you want to rest your Hall of Fame career, you know, getting the cherry on top. With a with a championship with Aiden O'Connell or whoever they decide to bring in, what are you gonna bring? Oh, million dollars? We'll give Russell Wilson. My friend, you know what I'm saying? My friend, like, you don't have a quarterback. You have a quarterback that you know well. You have an offense that you know well. You got a defense. I understand that you know it's a little cheaper to live in L.A., but they gave you a billion dollars, bro. You can you can stay at Aaron Rodgers' nine million dollar glass house in Montclair. Yeah. Beautiful house, by the way. All right, so you're not buying that. I hear that, and I'm thinking, oh, wait, oh, wait a minute. Maybe he's not necessarily. Man, now, I, of course, I, I, the Raiders I, can just tell him, look, we're yeah. moving on, we're going to rebuild, and we're going to get him out a lot of draft picks yeah. for you. But. Yeah, I can't, I, can't, I can't remember the last time I've heard somebody say, hey, we want this coach, and they kept him. When we <laughs> were in Baltimore, we wanted Rex. They gave us John Harbaugh. Uh, how'd that work out, though? Be honest. It would have worked out the same with Rex. Believe Maybe. Because yeah, guess what? The, the year we went to the AFC Championship, Rex was on the staff. Yeah, it was right. No, I understand. I'm just saying that it's not like Harbaugh ended up being a bum. No, I got you. But it's not we, like it was but, Adam but, Gase. But they, they, they never get the players who they want because they sometimes they don't know if they can hold them accountable. Sometimes that does happen, and then you realize. like you're friends, and now you want to try to be disciplinary and be the head coach. Like, hold up, bro. Mm-hmm. We was hanging out and drinking on the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meanwhile, we thought Dalvin Cook was friends, but he ended up it ended up not working out. And then the Jets ended up letting him go. He cleared waivers, and he ended up signing with a team that, I don't know, Bart, I'll let Adam Schefter tell us. And then you tell me if there's somebody you know in your life that suggested this would be the perfect place for him. He wanted to have the opportunity to pursue a Super Bowl, and he wanted the chance to make playoff bonus money, and he wanted to play on a winner. The Baltimore Ravens fit on all standards, plus – They have a need at the running back position. You'll remember they lost Keaton Mitchell earlier in the year, and now they can add a running back like Dalvin Cook, who initially signs with Baltimore's practice squad, then will be elevated shortly before Baltimore's playoff game, the divisional playoff game, and he'll wind up playing in that game. Hanstradamus. Thank you. Every now and then I get one too. You know, you, you know, like what, what's that thing where they say come in? Was it um, Bronx Tale when he's talking about Sonny, how everybody around smiling, but it's the one guy that's not smiling? You know who that is for 
for, for the Ravens, Melvin Gordon. Yep. He walking in, Melvin, looking like this mother. <laughs> <laughs> Coach, I'm all the tailback we need. Nope. Because <laughs> remember, he just got in the game. He's been on I the remember. practice squad all year. Yep, I know. And this is the thing. If Dalvin Cook wins a championship, is that deserved? What do you mean? Is it you, deserved? You, you know what I'm saying. If he plays – you know what I'm saying. And contributes. You, you, you know what I'm saying. It's like it's like LaShawn McCoy going around talking about, oh, I'm a champion. Bro, you had as many carries with the Chiefs as I had. Hey, man, you get the hell out of here, Shady. You know what I'm you, feel, you feel me? Yeah. You feel me? Like, you're going to go around and say, I'm a champion. Yeah, and like, bro, stop it, man. You 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 hopped on it. You, you, like, the train slowed down and you jumped on that mug and you, you was a stowaway. <laughs> I know what you're saying, but you still. It's one thing to like trade that line late in the season, like Odell Beckham when he went over there, got traded. Bruh, they are literally about to start the playoffs next week. <laughs> like, come on, man. Look, if he can help them in the postseason, it. it'll it's a good pickup. I, I think well, it's a okay, really smart okay, move. Okay, well let's 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 release let's release Makai Beckton and let him sign with the Ravens too. Let's just stack the deck. Let's just, let's, like everybody ain't coming back. Are you? We're gonna release you the last week of the game. Like, all right, Huff, Huff, we gonna we gonna let they you go. Break Huff. any rules? They didn't right, break Huff. any rules here? They give it. Right. Look, they give right, it. Cook, right, Cook was right. Cook okay. had every reason to complain. Right. He had every reason to no, to say that I didn't sign up for this. He, he, he wasn't gonna complain. He wasn't gonna complain because he was working on this behind closed doors, figuring Probably. out who, where he can go. That's He's it. like, I'm gonna get this playoff money. I'm gonna hit the, I'm gonna hit the market as a champion. You know what I'm saying? Right now, if I if I'm Bryce Huff, I'm like. I know I ain't gonna be here. Let me go. I go pat rush the passer. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? We saw it with Shaq Leonard, man. Right. Like, come on, man. Like this is the new thing. Let me sign, let me sign with the yeah. Lions now. Yeah. So this, they can see what yeah. I can do with them. Yeah. This is the new thing, man, that everybody doing, man. And it's kinda like it's, But that's it's, a it's, favor it's, for them, for the player at that point. It, it is. I'm not getting anything out of it if I'm helping other teams get better. Like I, what am I getting? I'm not getting picks. I'm not getting nothing out of it. But so you know you're not going. But you know you're not. You know, but you know you're not going to sign the guy. So you're trying to do right by the guy. Okay. Well, they're doing right by a guy. Because not they like signed they, and it didn't work they not, out. They're not getting H- nothing. Huff ain't somebody that they did that. They need to help develop him. So they're not going to do that. Anyways, that is audio files. All right, eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six is the number. We have uh, lunch money to get to in the very last weekend of the NFL season, regular season. Alex Monaco will join us with his picks and what you should think about doing if you want to play a little bit on that side of it. Uh, we got calls to get to. There's tons of them to get to, especially about the Pete Alonzo situation, which is we don't know what it is after beyond this year. So certainly something to watch. And, you know, Nick Sixers tonight, a little litmus test. How is that going to look? Isaiah Hartenstein versus Joel Embiid. But OG Ananobi is so far 2-0 and as a Nick. Can they make it 3-0? and Be a very interesting game tonight so there's all of that plus the players that you feel in these so-called meaningless games for the Jets and Giants who needs to jump off the page just one more time for you so you can feel good about them going into the offseason Bart Scott here you have to check out Sansone Auto Mall for yourself I've been telling you guys it's the largest auto mall in all of New Jersey you'll get to choose from almost 2,000 new and pre-owned vehicles across 10 top brands brands like Nissan Toyota Kia Jeep, Mazda, Hyundai, and more. Samsung works with you to fit within your budget. Credit issues, no problem. Samsung does it all. They can get you approved. Samsung works with over 20 banks, so you have no problems getting financing, unless your credit is like mine. Tell them Bar Scott sent you, and they'll take an extra $1,000 off any vehicle. Samsung Auto Mall is in Woodbridge off of Route 1 
All you have to do is visit SansongAuto.com or call 1-800-SANSONG today to get on the road and get something nice. They'll take care of you. Tell them I sent you. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. So the Mets' passion here is great. Like, I really want to continue to uh, dive yeah. into this. This might be the most response we've ever gotten from Met fans on it's, a Met subject. Yeah, it's really good. And then um, two, Power Hour is going to be a big one today. Alex Monaco and his picks, and one of them is going to – you're going to go through the roof. You might want to bet against him. Um, and then we got some, I think, NBA to get to as well because it's a big Knicks Sixers game tonight to watch. And then, of course, you know what you can't wait to see, which I'm dying to hear about your weekend when it comes to you have to work – it's your last Sunday that you have to work, which yes. like you must be like Shawshank Redemption with the arms extended in the yes, rain. In the rain yes, that's pretty pretty much. Right? Or I'm like Andy when he came out that tube. <laughs> oh, I've been dealing well, a lot of same... muck. I've been in a lot of dung all season. <laughs> that's right. Just clean me off. Spray this dung off me. Yeah. But this, again, the, I, I almost feel like let's get, let's get a couple of the Alonzo calls in here. Again, I think those just joining us, again, there's no new news. It's just with Harrison Bader signing, it just sparks the, hey, those he and Alonzo were college teammates. And it's a one-year deal for Bader. And essentially for Alonzo, it could be another a one-year situation arbitration kind of thing unless the Mets do sign him to an extension. But wouldn't you have done something like that by now? So if he's sitting there one year – Think about what it's going to take to cost, what it's going to take to keep him. What's the cost going to be? And then to lose him, what's the cost as far as replacing the production? So do you do you say, no, they got to keep him? Or are you like, no, I'm resigned and moving on? Uh, Carter in Brooklyn. Carter. Hey, what's going on, guys? Man, uh, listen to your show all day, man. I, I, I work from 3.30 to Appreciate 11.30 at night, and I woke up and immediately turned on the show, and all I hear is this Peter Alonzo slander. Like, where in your right mind do you think you're going to get a guy who belts 40 home runs, 110-plus RBIs per year? Because you take him out of the lineup, like, who are you going to replace him with? I don't understand why there's no extension. I mean, yes, give him something reasonable. His average is always way down, but he always doesn't really have any protection in the lineup either. So, I mean, dude, I, I, the past two years I had season tickets. I got to see this dude firsthand. Dude's clutch. Dude, dude hits. Like, it's, where are you going to find this? It, it sounds like, you know, what you're saying is that, listen, he's a product of his environment. The, the average will go up when, you know, pitchers have to pitch to him and give him good pitches to hit. Um, so, like, that's, that's exactly. some of the – we say that so many times about athletes around here because it's the unknown. Then he goes somewhere where they had, he has that protection, but how did you let that guy go? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It's like one of those type of things, right? There we say that about that. Garrett – we say that about look – at, look at Garrett Wilson, right? Just imagine if he had a real number two. Oh, my God. Like, that thousand yards probably be set. Cor- never mind a number two. How about if he had a real quarterback throwing to him? Right, so he, he could he, get a two hundred yard game. He he might be at he might be at fifteen hundred yards right yeah. now. Right, he's yeah. tied with Debo Samuels. Where would he be if 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 he had a competent quarterback and a competent like so? So that's that's something you have to consider too, man. Like look at who he's playing with and he's mm-hmm. putting these numbers up. Yeah, the lineup around him and all that kind of stuff, which was the argument about Judge this year as well. If you think about it, you know what the what Rizzo wasn't able to do, what 
you know, LeMahieu wasn't doing. You know, and it's, so Soto comes in, and now what can Soto do for Judge? So it's, it's bringing Soto in is a look for a year to say, what can he do for Judge? Because it's worth signing him if it makes Judge's contract worth it too. That's how important Soto's, you know, bringing Soto in. I mean, that's, that's what that's doing. It's saying, it's asking yourself, did we find a dynamic duo? Because, you know, Stanton could have been that, but we, he's never in the lineup. LeMahieu, you know, and, and Rizzo were doing that, but those guys did not have, they were both banged up, did not have great years. So it's, this is what this is about. It's not just the contract I have to sign, but it's also the one I already have. And will that bring some value, more value to what I'm already paying somebody? So the Alonzo story for the Mets, to me, is a huge story. Not a little one. It's a big story and a big debate that will carry on into the season. All right, 800-913-776. So we have a lot to get to, lunch money, tons of your calls, which we will continue throughout. Can't wait. And, yes, of course, getting into the Knicks and the Sixers tonight in a very interesting litmus test game early on with this new Knicks lineup.